0: Huddle time, Chad Prinky here, as always, along with my good friend, producer, co host extraordinaire. Uh, of station stop. Station. <laughs> hey, um, how do you want us to install this uh water heater? And my co was like, I don't know, install the water heater. Like, why are you even asking me? He's like, Well, I don't know if you know, but did what you designed it can't physically fit through the front door <laughs> of this
1: building. My class is only 40 minutes so we have to get this done in 40 right? minutes you have to clean up in 40 minutes and then it also when you use the miter saw a lot of kids are scared of the miter saw and you just see the difference in their confidence when they come in here
0: compared to when they when they leave it, they're excited They're announcing a new county that's going to join us in maryland so we continue to spread it and i'll say my peers across the country are starting to take this and adopt this at their local iec
2: chapters either um, ai assistant tools you have AI master builder tools. And then you have um, kind of a bit of both that are one foot in BIM in current processes and one foot in AI. Said
0: Brett in life, opportunity meets you at your level of preparation. She said, here's the keys, go forth and do great things. Good morning. It is morning huddle time. Chad Prinky here along with Stacy Holzinger. Stacy, how are you today?
2: I'm doing great. Good morning. I'm excited for today because it's my favorite topic. I'm excited too.
0: I'm going to like I said last week, I'm going to have my notepad out. I'm going to be learning from you guys. Uh, I'll I'll share a little bit of uh, what I do along the way. But I'm I'm, uh, when it comes to marketing, uh, you know, more of a student uh, compared to you.
2: Yeah, it'll be fun to talk about. So we have uh, Matt uh, Graves joining us today from Construction Yeti and Jonathan. From uh, customer growth, yep, and um, they're going to talk to us about the success of their Instagram channels, their e-newsletters, and strategies for social growth.
0: Can't wait! That's going to be exciting stuff. But before before we do that, yeah, Stacey, I was I was wondering um, on on your side, are are your? I'm pretty sure your football team is no longer in contention.
2: <laughs> is that right? Yes, that's correct.
0: Did that did that just happen or what what's the what's what's the team? Is there, or am I get right in assuming it's Eagles? The Eagles? Yeah, it's yes. The
2: Eagles. Right. We're opposites.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're d- different sides of the state. Yeah. Yeah, Steelers, Steelers no, yeah. are also out. I, I got to be honest, I was just if if I was an Eagles fan, I'd be like what happened? As a Steelers fan, I was like how do we
2: even get in?
0: Uh so it's a totally different feeling. Mhm. Totally different feeling.
2: Yeah. Did you see the um I forget his name, the other Kelsey brother celebrating for his father. Topless. He's a character. Yeah. Well, they both are.
0: <laughs> they both are. Yeah. No, they they seem like uh, fun guys. I don't know about good guys. I don't have opinions there. I just, uh, yeah, I don't pay it's a, close
2: like a fun opinion. family.
0: Yeah, it does. Um, all right. Well, good. Let's, let's, uh, I, I could talk football for a long time, and I, I'm going to bring on somebody who's going to be wearing a fo- uh, ah. Jeez, that's the wrong team too. Shoot, <laughs> Matt, it's good to see you, Jonathan. Good to see you guys. Um, so uh, let's let's do a quick um, uh, intro uh, for for each of you. Kind of talk about uh, each of your uh, businesses and backgrounds in marketing, kind of thing. I'll start with uh, start with Matt.
1: Yeah, so I had this Texans shirt picked out last week. It's like, you know, you know, for me from Baltimore, I was like, oh, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. And then you yeah. <laughs> so know here we are. Whatever. Um, <clears throat> no, they had a good season
0: though. So it's all they did have a good season, and like I said, a bright future, man. They it's got they, they, that's a lot of things to be excited about if you're a Texans fan, uh, looking 100%. into 2024. 100 percent
1: Um, yeah, so no construction yeti, it's a have got it's 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 in the process of being built out uh, into a, a kind of a full-blown media outlet um right now there's a i've got a weekly newsletter that runs through substack and i've got a we've got a podcast me and kyle Grandell started doing the CM Mentors podcast last year and we took a break through the holidays and we're about to, to relaunch it um for i guess call it season two um but really the vision behind all of this is to be like really want it to be like the resource for um people that are managing construction projects and or managing construction companies um there's kind of a few pillars where i'm trying to really focus um uh, one is on digital marketing like construction industry is scared of the internet and scared of social media just in <laughs> general um, one is training and mentoring and all that like people get just get thrown to the fire um, and one is like being a people first being people first in everything you do um, and the other one's kind of the technology and the tools but you know I'm doing all of that like but really like construction isn't built by the managers in the offices it's built by the people on the field
0: swinging the hammers and like installing the pipe and stuff so
1: um, just that's kind of the vision of the whole thing anyway.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Love it. That's exciting. I, I, you know, checking out your stuff, I can see it's, there's, there's this kind of combination of uh, content that you're writing and and maybe some content that you're curating and that you're seeing from other places. I, I think it's a, it's a great idea of what you're doing. It's It's cool. So keep it up.
1: Appreciate it. we got to keep it fun at all times, too. So everything's got memes and GIFs and that sort of stuff in it. So
0: <laughs> that is it's an area, man. Like, I, I swear, I just don't know how to do fun. Like, <laughs> I, I i need a lot of help with that. <laughs> so I, like like I don't know serious.
1: anything other than that. So
0: <laughs> well, it's good.
2: We yeah, well, which is good because I think this industry is afraid to do fun. They're so they want to be so professional all the time when content really should be, you know, Informative, entertaining, engaging, um, and inspiring. So, until
1: you go out on the job site and you go on the job site, and everyone's always joking around having fun. So, totally.
2: That's the thing. It's one of the most fun group of
0: people. (laughs) So, yeah, it's such a great point. Uh, Jonathan, tell us a little bit about yourself.
3: Yeah, just to kind of piggyback on what you guys were talking about earlier. So I'm a I'm a Seahawks fan myself. I'm here in the Pacific Northwest. Uh, we just got you know we just lost our a longtime head coach in Pete Carroll. Hopefully we find our next 20 year you know plus head coach. I love football. That's my favorite sport. So and Texans had a great season. Yeah, and D'Amico Ryan took a great great gamble. Uh um uh, I'm, I'm both with CJ Stroud and Will Anderson. So. Uh, but uh, enough about that. So uh, I, uh, so I am. I love football. So, so I, I just, like I love Chad, just like you, your like, Chad. Just like you, Chad. You're
0: not going to leave me out of this freaking football conversation. I'm going to tell you that right now. That's what Jonathan was thinking. Oh was yeah, I know
3: for sure. Because yeah, who knows? Maybe contri- a, a morning huddle could just turn to like morning football. You know? Well, let's do it. Very quick. <laughs> let's do
0: <that. laughs> Tuesday not morning Let's <laughs> uh, There you go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Stacy's so... like, look, I like it. I don't love it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I like
2: hockey, baseball. Football yeah. Is, yeah.
0: Not your thing. Yeah, no, yeah. keep going, Jonathan. So tell us your
2: story.
3: <laughs> yeah, so uh, you know, was was formerly an in-house marketer for a commercial contractor here in Washington a few uh, back in 2018, and I was there for a few years. And eventually, during the start of the pandemic, which I think is probably, I don't recommend anybody start uh, their full-time business in that environment. But I did. I decided to take a leap and eventually built now what's now customer growth basically social media only agency working with commercial contractors throughout the states helping them build their brand online you know just obviously being able to reshape and 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 grow their brand and brand perception brand awareness anything that has to do with their brand because as you guys know uh the marketing function is more of a brand play than it is a of a lead gen or kind of customer acquisition play uh so yeah helping con- commercial contractors do that and then more recently actually in september i, I launched uh, con- uh construction marketers which my goal there is to be able to educate people in the industry how to create more better consistent content whether you're a contractor yourself and want to improve the content you're posting yourself or whether you're a project engineer or superintendent or just somebody who just wants to learn more about marketing. And surprisingly enough, my initial plan was to just focus, okay, maybe there's other marketers in the industry who want to uh, learn more about marketing. And that's true, but at the same token, or in the same token, like there's a lot of project executives, managers, engineers, superintendents, uh, field engineers, all these titles and even executives who are like, Hey, I'm falling. I want to learn more about this marketing stuff. And so I definitely know notice that there's a huge interest within the industry, not just marketing specific roles, but just other roles within the industry who want to learn more. And so my goal is to be able to dissect and like unpack and deconstruct my process and what I learned along the way, uh, whether it's through my own journey or, or even to studying some of the biggest creators in other industries. Uh, and trying to reverse engineer some of their strategies and how it you know may apply to construction. So, awesome. You know. All right, cool. Well, you go I'll ahead. Hype yeah. out jo- I was gonna say I'll hop up Jonathan.
1: His stuff's great. He's putting out really great content, and I don't know how he keeps, he's doing it on all the meet, all the social platforms. So go follow him. It's awesome stuff. Thanks, man.
0: Nice. Um, I you know you're in good company, uh, Jonathan, with Stacy and I uh, on uh, businesses that were created mid-pandemic. Um, I'm yeah. Up- i'm a february 21 guy myself uh stacy i think what were you summer 21 uh
2: yeah pretty much is when i kicked off yeah i started in january but
0: oddly i do recommend it but (laughs) that's a different topic (laughs) for a different day Um, i was uh, i I was gonna say i I was a little earlier (laughs) i was uh I, i was may 2020 yeah, got it. That was that was when everybody was like, this might be a zombie apocalypse.
3: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. So that's yeah, it's we like weren't two sure. months fresh. <laughs> it's
0: true. That's true. Um, so you know, Stacey, I, I wanna really <laughs> lean on you here to to be the interviewer uh, for, for, for for these guys. And I'll obviously be listening, taking notes and chiming in, but um can I hand yeah. you the wheel?
2: Yeah, sure. So let's start with Matt. I have couple questions.
0: Mm-hmm. I have
2: a lot of clients that want to explore creating an e-newsletter, right? Okay. And most of the time I find they don't have the time and resources cuz they're smaller contractors, they don't have an in-house marketing department or they don't have that go-to person to work with the marketing consultant to create good content for their e-newsletter. So do you have any advice on that or Um, would you suggest that they maybe try to establish thought pieces and well-established newsletters like yourself and, you know, get their name out there that way?
1: I would probably go that latter route. And what I mean by that is, like, if you're a contractor, like, what's what's your goal with it, right? Are you looking to, you know, is it for business development or is it for, like, talent acquisition, those sort of stuff, trying to get your name out there, get your culture out there? It's I'll tell you firsthand, it's a lot of work building up a subscriber base for for a newsletter. And if you're a smaller company, like a regional company, like you're just you're going to spend a lot of time spinning your wheels trying to build up an audience.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. I would go where the audience is, you know, go to the social medias, go to LinkedIn, you know, get really familiar with LinkedIn post. You know, there's people there already. You're not having to pull them away to go somewhere else Um, or go to like other you know outlets like other newsletters and like where where the people already are i wouldn't and i would spend a lot of time creating your you know your voice and creating what you're actually saying versus actually having to go build something from scratch
2: yeah that's pretty solid advice so um you also have a very successful instagram page can you tell us about that because we also have contractors that are like well i don't think that we need to be on instagram i don't think there's many skilled trades professionals on there or what are what would we even you know why would we highlight our business on instagram
1: yeah the instagram just kind of got real silly real fast it blew up over the last few months um just like four months i hit like twenty thousand subscribers um And really, I I hadn't really played with it a whole lot. Kind of when I started the newsletter, it's free, but I had to quote how to sell it. So I went to LinkedIn. I started posting a lot more on LinkedIn and then I kind of fell into, you know, just like the LinkedIn circle and like, 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 oh, man, this is a really cool platform. I didn't really do anything on Instagram. And so I started using Instagram a little bit more and I post a couple of like the podcast clips over there and that sort of stuff. And then you get a whole lot of traction until I started making these little short meme videos and what i found at least for my brand and what i'm trying to do is i can make like a little you know short little 10 second 15 second 20 second meme video and poke fun at an issue and then use the actual you know the text part the caption part um, and really like let's do a deep dive on the issue let's talk about the issue in the comments let's expand on the issue and so we kind of catch people's attention that way but what i've really found through all this is LinkedIn is generally, I call it like the white collar, like the professional, the project managers, the business owners, that sort of stuff. Instagram is like the blue collar, the tradesmen, like the guys out in the field. It's huge on that. Um, I've definitely seen a divide. And so there's definitely people there. I mean, I, it just in like four months, like it's just, it's kind of went crazy. Um, I've actually got people that I know are sending me screenshots of people that they know are sending them my videos and it's circling back to me. So it's um it's definitely a cool place. You, you can't attack it with the same mindset of like, if, you, if you're going on LinkedIn, kind of that same thing, you've mm-hmm. got to kind of tailor the message a little bit differently. Um, but
2: what do you think causes the divide? Like why do skilled trades prefer Instagram? Do you think?
1: Um, I think it's for one, it's it's not a professional network, right? It's like and you can kind of like hide behind your alter ego or your, your screen name or something like that, too. Because I mean, there's some there's some trolls on there. <laughs> there's less trolls on LinkedIn sure. more trolls yeah. there. <laughs> um, it's more of a fun platform, right? There's, you know, all kinds of media on there. Um, I'm not saying like the, the project managers and stuff are not on there. But I've just I've kind of seen a divide, at least in the people who kind of interact with what I'm doing. And maybe I'm like attracting those people with like the memes and stuff. And I'm directly talking to them. Um, you know, I posted, uh, you know, videos of like, you know superintendents not getting able to take pay time off right because of this that and the other and like like it really resonates with people so if you're um really talking to them directly um i, I do think with the current with the right strategy and stuff like that instagram can be a really really cool place to be
2: i've noticed there's a lot of um i would say skill trades influencers on instagram yeah. where i'm thinking that they probably like the platform better because they get to show their skills and videos and photos and things like that, you know, hands-on learning. Um, is there any buddy you would recommend to follow on Instagram? Any influencers in the trade? Sorry to put you um, on
1: <laughs> No, I mean, there's a few good ones. There's, uh, there's like, I think it's that tile chick. She's really good. She posts a lot of tile stuff. I'm talking about, you know, trades people. Um, mm-hmm. There's this guy. I, I want to meet more of these people. There's a guy called Slim Brick. He does a lot of stuff. He does like masonry work. Um, I know I'm forgetting like a hundred other people that I follow, but like there's a lot of really good trade, like you said, like I guess trades influencers. Mm-hmm. But actually, yeah. you're posting. You know, they post funny stuff. But they post relatable stuff. They post like actual tips of their trade. Like they're actually installing it. They'll talk about how they're doing this or doing that. And like I'm not a tradesman. I came through the project management route. And so like just like watching this stuff, like, you kind of learning a little bit. You know, a little deeper insights of like oh man, like there's a little bit more to lane grip
2: than I thought, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's a good learning channel too. For I,
0: and I'm sorry to ask a really, really basic question. Please don't take any more than 20 or 30 seconds on this. <laughs> but when, when you said uh, you were talking about this term meme and I generally vaguely know that it's like maybe a picture with a subtitle, but I don't know what else a meme might be. What is a meme per se?
1: I'll give Jonathan to give a proper definition, probably. It's it's, 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 became, it, I think it started as a picture with a caption, essentially, yeah. but then it's, it's ran wild in the internet. I mean, you've got like meme, like I'm making quote meme videos, and what, what they are is really like, you know, it's a background, but it's got like a movie, a funny movie clip or something laid over top of it with, the, with a caption, how like something relates to like the construction industry, but like, you know, it's, it's went wild, like GameStop and all those things were meme stocks. Like it's, it's just kind of a, I don't know. Jonathan may have a better <laughs> definition of what it is in the lexicon of the world, but anyway.
3: No, well, for, for me, honestly, I feel like in general, memes are probably like the biggest indicators on in where culture is going. And I, that's why I think they just pop off is mainly because like, you know, whether it's a meme video or uh, image, or I think just like the, the idea of like Memeing on social media is actually an incredibly, like you have to be really self-aware. You have to be, like you have to know a lot of the, it, it, it's weird because you would think it, it would be like a, like a simple thing you can do, but very few people are actually good at creating memes. I've, I've seen you a lot to, more memes that aren't great than that.
0: So Jonathan, sorry, back to the 20 second answer, if I can, what is a meme? <laughs> Like an Eesh.
2: image and a caption, I guess that's poking nah. fun at a particular. I'm gonna Google
0: it. Y'all keep talking.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's
2: uh, how I. But to what
1: there. John was saying, you definitely. I've seen a lot of people try to make meme videos and they try to copy my style. And like, I've told them exactly how, this is how I do it. This I use this yeah. tool and everything else. But like, if you don't have yeah. a deep understanding of the problems and stuff, like, like I'll get videos that'll pop off on in Instagram and get millions of views. Mm-hmm. And like. You know, thousands of comments, and my wife's like, "I don't get it. Like, I just this is dumb." But like, <laughs> it's just because you don't understand like the underlying thing, anyway. So well, it's, and, an, and, it's,
0: and, it's <clears throat> an image, video, piece of text, etc. Typically humorous in nature. Yes, it was copied and spread rapidly by internet users, often with slight variations. Perfect
3: yeah that's a good definition i don't know if somebody were to ask me if that's a meme like yeah i would say yeah but like i I feel like memes are like you you know you know what it is when you see it like um but it's also like the
1: internet it's got the internet virality behind it too like when gamestop and all those were meme stocks it's because like you know reddit blew them up and so yeah there's a there's there's an internet aspect to it as well
3: i definitely love the meme philosophy us just kind of you know diving into the 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 memeing sides of social media so
0: <laughs> um, uh, we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to set aside just alcohol and meme discussion. That'll maybe football. It might, it might loosen me up. I don't know. I, <laughs> I find the whole thing. Jarring. Gonna pick,
1: you know, pick back up after lunch or what?
2: <laughs> um, well, let's move on to creating content with Jonathan here. Um, we were talking about producing ideas and trying to manage your time and social calendar to actually schedule those posts and you do a great job at that. Can you share some tips on, you know, how you generate ideas, how you schedule them out. So they're consistent.
3: Yeah. So obviously I have a different strategy for myself than I do for my contractors, you know, the companies I work with, because obviously every company is unique and they have their own, like, you know, device strategy for themselves. I would say for me, and this is like, i i I, the the technical side of like scheduling and all that sort of stuff you know i I could definitely go into that but for me the way i've been looking at it or considering it lately is like how typically this has at least been true for me is the quality of the inputs i have coming in like content i'm consuming all that sort of the exposure i have to just new ideas new content typically dictates the quality of output meaning the content that's coming out and so for me my biggest thing is when i'm not creating content is i'm honestly studying and researching and, and and seeing other industries, other creators and trying to just like get new inspiration for new ideas. Because for me, I realized if I just focus on construction specifically, there's a tendency to kind of become what the industry already is. And as you guys know, from a marketing perspective, the construction industry isn't, isn't uh, uh, spearheading the way for innovation or new ideas, unfortunately, from a marketing perspective. And so I'm like, how do I look at other creators? How do I look at other industries that are beginning to implement that? And so, for me, from that standpoint, I'm like, okay, this is a good idea, or this has legs. How do I spin this for construction now? How do I leverage? Maybe it's the format, maybe it's the style, maybe it's the uh, the, the the topic that it's you know being that's being spoken about. And how do I flip it to construction? And so, that's kind of one step of the equation for me to get new ideas. The other thing, though, is. I'm going to, I think it helps to be an incredibly opinionated person. Uh, and that can also be to my detriment, but I have a, opinions about everything. And so my thing is I have a, uh, a notes file on my, on my phone where it's called construction content ideas. And literally anytime I see a video or I'm scrolling through LinkedIn or I have a conversation with a client or a networking call and I'm like, there's some sort of pain point or some, something interesting about what was said or written or whatever i'll write that down and 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 literally just like continue to save and jot down so right now i have a lot of ideas in there but i'm constantly like i want to have like my ears open to be able to hear okay what are people talking about what matters and what actually gets me to be like oh i have an opinion about that and then from there i'll save it obviously i won't write write right away because i'll batch my content i'll sit down to create the content for the week Um, but i think that's the biggest thing i would honestly just encourage whether it's contractors individuals in the industry is like hey what are your inputs like and how do you get exposure to new markets industries new creative formats new creators things like that and then also to how are you beginning to store or save the ideas you have about the industry because i think whether it's an actual company brand uh, uh trying to create generate content for that or even to what we were talking about before we hit record with chad like thought leadership what are your opinions what are your thoughts on Uh, about this topic. And I think in general, I've realized I I basically kind of reverse engineer when you think of like TV, like the the most the the most popular channels, which I don't watch TV at all. But I know for the people that do watch TV is either going to be like news politics or business. And the reason for that is because all of that's very opinionated based. People are sharing their hot takes, their opinions agree, disagree. And I think naturally as human beings, we're very drawn to that. So it's like, how do you also leverage that into your own thoughts and perspectives on and opinions on the construction industry at large? So I would say that that's kind of how I go about generating new ideas. As far as the mechanics and technical aspects for scheduling it's, I use LinkedIn, you know, I, I use their scheduler for my, cause I only post content on LinkedIn for my company content. However, construction marketers, I, I've just been throwing them on all social media platforms because I have clips that I create from all my uh, uh, YouTube videos that I that I have. And uh, just, just to have something out there, eventually I, I may figure out a full-blown strategy for each of them, but I'm like, okay, let me just have at least have something out there in the meantime, and uh, yeah.
2: Yeah, the LinkedIn scheduling, I think that's only been out for like a year or so, and a lot of people don't even know that you can do that now. So you can definitely schedule your post and have a month, you know, or two months worth of content ready to go and you don't have to think about it. So I think that is a great feature that they finally added on. Um, You you talked a lot about your, you know, personal brand and how to do posts for your personal brand or help like project managers or executives or business owners post personally, Mm -hmm. but how do you collaborate with your contractors and how do you generate that content? I know me and you talked um, off camera about the struggles of trying to get that content from clients um, and communication needs to improve and photos and videos and things like that. Um, Can you walk us through like some examples of great partnerships on how to generate better content for your business pages?
3: Yeah, so so there's a direct correlation between uh, executive involvement, engagement, and contribution, and creating great quality content. So I have I've cli- con- a few content or clients who are a little bit more hands off, and and I, you know we can still create great content, but just the quality of the specificity on what's going on in the company is a lot better when there's like I said, executive buy-in, engagement, and contribution. And so, with that said, though, like l- l- let's assume I'm you know with one of my clients who you know pr- is very involved and engaged, my goal as a service provider, a social media agency is to be able to extract more of like, hey, what do you how are you thinking about your business? What's the most mission critical thing right now? What are you guys talking internally about leadership? what do you how is the culture? Wh- wh- like where is the com- my goal is like holistically as it relates to the company, Where are you going? How do I capture the the language, the perspective, the the leadership that 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 they're uh, uh, showcasing in their in their company, and then how do I how does that inspire content for social media? Because that's my goal is not to create content and and make create their brand. No, they already have a brand themselves. My goal is how do I extract what's in the executives' mind and then have that inspire what the actual content that we'll be talking about. So, hey, maybe there's a specific topic. Recently, they've been talking about safety. Maybe they've been talking about culture. Maybe, maybe they've been talking about communication. Maybe they've been really focused on improving processes. Uh, my goal is like, okay, what's the most mission critical thing and how do we continue to refine and build uh, uh messaging and and content around that and so obviously there's other elements you know for me I, I have a three bucket method that i do with all contractors i'll post about projects people and purpose and then there's a lot of verticals within those uh, but the purpose side just to add a little bit more context that's typically you know content around like mission uh, mission vision culture mm-hmm. co rallies, all that sort of stuff um, and so it's like how do we how do we paint this holistic photo because i'm sure as you guys have all scrolled LinkedIn or social media at any point, there are the project only con- contractors out there where they only post projects. Hey, here's here's our awarded projects, here's our in progress projects and here are completed projects and that's it. But then there are other contractors who over index on people, which I, I actually think is a better route to go. Uh, and, and so my goal is based on the framework that I use those three kind of pillars, as well as what the executive or what the leadership team is conveying to me in our monthly strategy calls, How do we devise the right strategy and plan of action and content calendar for that next month? And so for me, even too, with one of the things you had mentioned, Stacey, kind of saying scheduling out content for a month or two. My goal is actually I only give myself a two week buffer for scheduling out content and I'll create content on a weekly basis just because things can change. Things can shift. And I like having the flexibility to uh, 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 change things in an instance. Cause I have done it in the past where I'll schedule a full month of content. And then the contractor's like, Hey, can we change this, change this? And I'm like, Oh, I feel like I'm just having to like, and so I just like that flexibility now. So yeah, hopefully that's able to answer your question as far as kind yeah. of the overall
2: strategy, how I go with contractors. Yeah. Our services overlap. So there's so much relatability there. <laughs> um, same thing when I first started my business, I tried to schedule things out ahead of time, but the construction industry moves so quickly and things change, especially with projects and things get rescheduled and milestones and all that stuff. So yeah, we usually meet on a weekly basis as well to generate some content. Um, My keyword for this year is collaboration. Um, I've noticed, you know, I've worked with a mechanical contractor for 12, 13 years, and now I'm in my own business working with various trades. And um, I've noticed the most successful social pages all surround on collaboration and people need to take advantage of, you know, if you have a business development professional that works in that organization, make sure that they're, they're working with your marketing team. We had um, Taylor and Ronnie on here and did a whole conversation on that and how they both meet internally weekly to generate um, content because your BD team is talking directly to your customers and they have to relay that information. The same with your sales team. Um, I'm working with an HVAC um, uh, uh, manufacturers rep right now. And they recently hi- hired a sales guy that talks to me weekly. So I know exactly what products were um, are on the market, new products or, you know, um, plumbing, HVAC, steam products that are the customers are talking about or what trainings they need. That is huge. So we're not just guessing now. We have an internal person, um, sales team. So sales team or BD really should be partnering with your uh, marketing professional, whether it's a consultant or someone internally, you have to have those fluid conversations. Um, and then just any other things that you want, any other trinkets, I guess, that you could tell us about LinkedIn any, or any social platforms that most people don't take advantage of that should be? Like, for example, um, you had said that you're the first person to post it, that if you get that premium account, you can now have a customization. So every time you post, they could go to your website or you can direct them to other channels. Is there any other flashy new items on this social thing? Uh, that people should be paying attention to. And Matt, if you know of anything on Instagram, you know, or any channels that you saw pop up.
3: Yeah. So, so so there's no tools as far as from my end. My, honestly, I I actually just made a, a post last week about this where um, I, I instead of like focusing on what tools can improve the process for you creating content is like, how do you actually begin to like devise uh, the plan of like, okay, what is it that I'm going to post about what actually resonates? How do I continue to improve what I'm doing? I think the biggest overlooked thing, which is what I posted about yesterday, is the idea of like a construction brand ambassador. I think uh, in general, uh, I, I believe that every executive or any commercial contractor, any construction company in general, should be the face of their company. However, I know that you know some are more private, some like to not put themselves out there as much. But my biggest thing, especially as it relates to the, the, the pool of talent that we're all competing for, or that all contractors are competing for, as well as trying to get market share, trying to differentiate themselves from contractors, I think having a CEO-led personal brand is honestly one of the biggest advantages that any commercial contractor can have. And the example I have for this is, Uh, he's, although he's not directly in construction, he's in the blue collar space. There's a company called Turner Mining Group and Keaton Turner uh, is the founder of that company. And he literally made a post, I think a week or two ago. And he said in 2023, they had one application every 45 minutes last year. As a result of him building the brand, specifically his personal brand, he posts a lot of content. And for me, like when when he created like, he, obviously that was his headline you know we we, we had uh, one application every 45 minutes to for the company but literally when he began to like unpack it he literally is playing a completely different game because he knows that fighting for the same pool of talent and attention and all these sort of things is going to be the is going to be the top priority list for any executive right. and so for me i'm like i definitely see it, it's still a blue ocean as in like there's still a lot of space for a lot of contractors to especially executives to post content and i think if you want to stand out in 2024 and beyond, you have to begin to devise a, a personal branding strategy for your executive, ideally because the executive has the best pulse on the company, where they want to go, how they want to scale it and grow it, the type of culture they have, the type of people they want to attract, and ultimately obviously where the where the company is just headed in, in general. So for me, I would say that that is definitely One of the biggest things uh, and differentiators that any contractor can have, you know, within their own company outside of the company brand, social media and the other, you know, marketing activities. I would say that that's probably going to be the highest ROI activity that any contractor can do moving forward.
2: Yeah, I like that.
3: I agree with that 100 percent like people, especially in the construction industry there's
1: a few big name brands that everybody knows, right? Like the turners, the DPRs, the, the, you know, the, those big names, but for the most part, there's a whole bunch of regional smaller contractors out there. And like, people don't really care about the companies. They care about the people within the companies construction, so oriented. And so if you can get a glimpse at the actual culture through the executives or through their leadership or through their project managers or through their superintendents or through the people, that's how you're going to pull people into your company. Um, but kind of going back to you, your talking about collaboration, like if you, you know with the marketing and the sales collaborating but if the marketing is collaborating with the people in the field on the front line guys yeah. and girls uh, you can really start telling those stories but also if you want to take collaboration to kind of a social media strategy a lot of people say "Say, like, just start posting on linkedin just start sharing your thoughts I'm like i don't even what, well how do i start right <laughs> um what i tell a lot of people too is like get in there just start commenting on other people's com- content start just posting or start commenting like they don't say like great post i like it good job Thumbs up, those sort of things. Like, actually have a conversation. Use it as a, show, a social tool. Have the conversation, have the networking. I, I posted a meme, uh, funny. I posted a meme on LinkedIn last week, and it was like a guy standing in a corner of like a party, and everyone's talking. And he's just sitting there, and he's like, you yeah, know, they don't know I'm talking about really cool stuff or something <laughs> like that. But because if you're just posting and then disappearing and you're not uh, connecting with the community on LinkedIn, no one's going to care who you are. You got to go out there, you got to mingle. Um, if you don't know where to start, you know, if I make a post or Jonathan makes a post or Stacey makes a post or Chad, like if you go, they gave you a prompt, right? They gave you a topic. If you have an insight on that or you have more thoughts on it, expand on it, leave a thoughtful comment, expand on what's going on. Like a lot of people, they can't start because they don't know where do I start? I don't know what to write about. Well, there's, you know, I can scroll right now and find 30 prompts I can add to, you know what I mean? So, and then you kind of start getting feedback and you start developing your voice. And then um, you can take those little comments and say, oh, OK, now I can expand this into a full blown post. And so that's that's the fastest way to start if somebody's wanting to start. Um, and then you're kind of talking with the audience instead of talking at them. Um, people get real turned off when people's talking at you. You know what I mean? So, you anyway. know,
0: like, yeah, like so, many, like so many things in business marketing is one of those things that if you're not really really close to it and well studied and researched and practiced in it it can be a bit of a black box it's it's kind it's it's kind of complicated i think for and, and you know as i'm 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 literally like i'm, I'm trying to hang in there with you i've, I've had google up a, you know a bunch through the course of the conversation seriously just looking up a lot of the terms that you're talking about because i'm not fully up to speed or familiar with with you know with a lot of this stuff and but what just kind of kind of came together for me is that, you know, we, we lump all this stuff into this big bucket of marketing and and each one of those things is almost like its own unique um, uh, discipline, something that, you know, and, and you have to kind of decide whether you want to add it to your mix. Like uh, you were saying before, Matt, um, uh, why do a newsletter? You got to know what your goals are. Maybe you shouldn't do newsletter. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe maybe that shouldn't be a priority of yours maybe it should you have to you have to know what you're trying to accomplish and then pick the right marketing tool for um, for the outcome And w- one observation that I am having and, and and that I've made before but that you guys are helping to drive home is that the the opportunities that social media particularly creates for us to not just, brand or market but to also create discussion and to create relationships and to start building um, connections that's something I've felt personally and that I've really enjoyed but that I kind of just happened you know it just kind of like I wasn't I wasn't doing it on purpose per se uh, you, you know but but I think that's exactly right I, the, the number of people that I've developed really I you know uh, there's no way that we would have on our team one of the I mean just a, a fantastic, a superstar hire in Matt Verderamo. There's no way that I would know Matt Verderamo, or he would have known me, uh, if it weren't for uh, some of our work on on social media. So I think it is a worthwhile I- I endeavor. But I also think if you're watching this, you're a contractor, which is our you know typical audience, and you're kind of thinking, whoa, where do I, you know, what do I, what do I grab onto here? I think, um, uh, you know, there's an opportunity. My summary is like your company needs to be focusing on those three pillars you talked about Jonathan what were they again the three types the, of content the, posts
3: the pe- people projects the purpose
0: that's what your company should be posting about and make sure that you're that you're you know putting that kind of stuff out there through your website on your company's linkedin page maybe also on a company's instagram page that's kind of like my takeaway there and then if you're an individual capitalize on the opportunity to start not just co- you know uh, um uh you know, branding or you know, whatever, right? But to start, you know, in, like creating friendships, relationships, interactions on uh, these social media platforms, and and I think Matt had an awesome suggestion there, which is like if you're not sure where to start, you know, uh, engage in other people's stuff and find your voice, find your message through, um, you know, just being a part of the cocktail party, if you will, <laughs> you know, and then and then eventually. Uh, start to find that voice. Those are those are my sort of takeaways. And as we as we cl- come to the close of the show, I wonder if there's anything that uh, the two of you would stack on top of that.
1: I'll just add. I mean, what you're talking about being social media is just you know it's opening doors. You met Matt, Matt Verderamo. I met Matt Verderamo a couple of years ago through LinkedIn yep. and all that sort of stuff. We've had a couple of phone calls. He's an awesome guy. I would never would have met him, <clears throat> even though he's a he's a Ravens fan, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> but like last night, I was having a, a team's call with a. A uh, construction technology ca- uh, founder from Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi, is that what you said? Yeah. Um, and like, ha- I'm just a construction guy from Houston. Like, how would I ever talk to somebody? Well, he's just a know, construction
0: guy from Abu Dhabi. Yes. Well, he's <laughs> from the UK
1: great. first, but moved there. But yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: But like, how, how without the internet, and social media, like, how would that ever happen? Well, yeah, I mean, connection wouldn't.
0: wouldn't have been made, and no. and and there's an incredible amount of opportunity. There, um, any final takeaways uh, that you'd uh, stack on top of that, Jonathan?
3: Yeah, I, I think the biggest thing is there's just uh, there's this really well-known uh, angel investor named Naval Ravikant, and he had a book uh, written about him called the Almanac of Naval Ravikant, and he basically said that there's three forms of leverage: there's capital, which is like finite, you know, having being able to finance things; there's code, your ability to code software; and there's content. In my opinion. I don't have it either of those two prior to content, so I'm leveraging on. There you go. There, there we go with the balloons. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, but the thing I will say is, I think content is the biggest way to build leverage for those who don't want to either deploy capital or code. Whether it's whether it's for your personal construction company or your personal career or whatever it is you're doing, I think the the leverage that you have and, and the doors that content opens in general. Is arguably one of the best, and I've experienced it myself for my own business, but also too with other connections in industry, in the industry that I've had, you know, from afar. So that's what awesome. I'll leave you with.
0: Awesome, good stuff. Thank you, too. We really appreciate cool. you being on. Uh, I, I know uh, you know maybe Stacy's got her marketing fix for a little while. Um, <laughs> Never. She's always she's always hankering to talk marketing with all of our uh, guests. It was it was awesome to have on a couple of uh, uh, pros like yourselves. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank y'all. Yeah, Thank thanks for having you. us. See you soon. All right, Stacy. Let's let's uh, talk Thank a you little you bit. About, well, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Get, so I, I want to talk. I want to talk a bit about the people who, uh, you know, help us help to enable the growth of our of our platform here, and and those are four professional services companies that cater very specifically to the construction industry. First is Marsh McLennan Agency Insurance Bonding. These people, just like everybody I'm about to name, these people are uh, in construction industry pros, climb inside your business, become problem solvers. Actually, a client of mine right now is engaging with the, the uh, you know Marsh McLennan group to help to solve a bonding issue that, that just recently popped up. And when I heard about it, I'm, I'm certain that they're in great hands. So that's a it's a great thing to hear. Um, uh, Sandy Spring Bank. Uh, these What I would say they always do is think about your business through the lens of, uh, be, you know, kind of through your own lens as, as a business owner and uh, try to be your business partner and help you to accomplish your goals. Uh, the folks at Sandy Spring Bank are fantastic uh, for the construction industry. Uh, Lawrence Law. Their team is uh, specifically designed to cater to the small to mid-sized construction company. They are, uh, you know, your kind of on-call every day attorneys, uh, all the way up to the litigation and and uh, you know when things get rough, uh, you're going to want to have people that you can trust in the industry. And Lawrence Law uh, are uh, those types of folks. And then lastly, we have. Uh, an accounting firm called Katz Abosh. Uh, in, addition, in addition to doing uh, tax and audit work and preparing financial statements and all that kind of good stuff, they also uh, really are in-depth business advisors for their, uh, for their clients who are um, uh, highly concentrated in the construction industry. So if you are a construction company and you don't love your accounting firm, this is a, co- a company I would strongly endorse uh, you giving them a call. All right. Uh, so we, let's talk a little bit about next week. We, uh, coming up, we have uh, Eric Coffey joining us to talk about government contracting. A lot of contractors that I talk to, um, you know, they'll, they'll end up saying something like, you know, well, we, we, don't, we don't want to get into federal work. And I'll ask, like, why? They have mm-hmm. no answer. they're answering.
2: probably right
0: (laughs) we haven't done it we don't know what the hell we're doing in that market and all that kind of stuff and i think what eric is coming on to do is in that period of time help us to understand how it works and then help uh, our our audience to make their own determination whether government work is something that that could potentially fit when you think about you know recessions and you think about different markets that are struggling and and Contracting uh, right now, or or maybe contracting in twenty twenty four. One thing we know is that there's a massive investment that's happening in infrastructure using government dollars, yeah. and uh, and and that's not going to stop anytime soon. So Eric will help us to navigate uh, that environment. Uh, I want to encourage people to visit us at the Morning uh, Huddle Construction Show Uh, Check that out. Make sure that you are subscribed to our newsletter. There's an opportunity to do that right there. Uh, And also make sure that you're getting access if you're not joining us live to uh, the Apple and Spotify and Amazon music uh, platforms to check out podcast, uh, the podcast stream. Stacy, is there anything I've missed?
2: No, but we'll be announcing our February guest soon. So um, check that out.
0: We are very, very fortunate, you know, uh, to have um, all of our shows booked for every week from now through basically the end of May. Um, and uh, it's it's a fantastic slate of uh, guests that I'm, I'm excited to get into all those conversations. Uh, so but we are still booking into the fall. So if you or someone, you know, has a story about how they are advancing the construction industry, please let us know. Sounds good. All right. Stace. I'll see you next week. Next week. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks for, and thanks for being the guide today. I needed that.
2: Sure, it was fun.
0: Yeah, it was (laughs) cool. Good. I'm glad. Great. See ya.